0: Welcome back to the Holly Shook Podcast. I'm Armin, and I'm joined by the one, the only, the greatest, Ryan Alkire. How are you, Ry? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Hey. Welcome back. We took our <laughs> our uh I don't want to call it annual. It's more like bi-weekly three-month hiatus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we, it wouldn't be a Holly Shook podcast without incredible inconsistencies in our scheduling. Um, but we're back. We did have quite a lot going on this summer, I think, between the two of us. I famously just traveled a lot and kind of forgot my responsibilities and kind of put life on hold a little bit, as one does. You did something that was important i guess a couple like last sort of
0: non-committal but very middle but i did it anyway something you know called a a wedding but kind of had a wedding or something like that um you were there that was a part of your travels
1: i think i went to it i don't know it was pretty boring so i kind of don't really remember much about it but um i was there i will say that i was there and it did happen
0: you can confirm I can confirm well, that it
1: happened for sure. For sure.
0: Probably vague, I'm guessing, but mm-hmm. some recollection uh, of you being in Los Angeles of the wedding occurring.
1: Ugh, don't ever make me come back to LA. Stop getting married in LA to all my friends. I had to go to two weddings in LA this year, and I did not want to be there either time. Stop. Poor
0: you. Poor Stop you. Getting
1: married in LA 2022. Well, That's I'm going
0: it. to three weddings next year one in San Clemente, one in LA, one in San Francisco. Ooh, not San
1: Clemente. <laughs> um, I'm going to a wedding in Tulum in December. Okay, everyone, start getting married in Tulum.
0: Is that's your endorsement, Tulum?
1: I mean, it's better than L.A. Nothing's better than L.A. Okay, except for well, Chicago. Chicago. We'll I'll give you Chicago. That. <laughs> no, the wedding was the wedding was amazing. It was so fun. We were just catching up on it because I haven't I haven't really seen her talk to you since. Um, no. I don't even think I saw or talked to you there. But I always say with weddings, you don't really like see the bride and groom because they're busy seeing every single person there and talking to every single person. Um, But we did. by, By the end of the night, we were getting our
0: dancing shoes on. And I thought we did a good job of keeping the guest list pretty tight. You know, 110 people. And still I felt like I really didn't get to enjoy every single person's company. You know, yeah. I felt like I just got like three minutes with every single person, but I would have wanted, you know, more time yeah. and Then you're dancing and you're doing other things. So yeah, you don't really get wedding. to like dive deep with everyone. That's weddings. I
1: ne- you never see the bride and groom, honestly. Um, yeah. and you have a huge family and they, a lot of people from out of town. So you gotta, you gotta walk around. I was from out of town, right? You were one of the out of towners. <sighs> Uh, but it was really great and so much fun. And it was we all looked amazing. We are all very good looking.
0: It, we were. We were. Yeah. The fashion was on, on display. And we also gave the celebrities a chance to give us some juice because let's be honest, Rai. Our listeners know this. They're aficionados of this celebrity game by now. Right. Our celebrities were not giving us a lot of juice for a minute there. No. They were boring for like a long time. You know, I hate to yeah. say it because that's our game, but they kind of were. Yeah. And I think a part of it is that they know that our journalism game is so strong. They can't get away with anything while we are on the coverage. They kind of were like, those holly shook
1: guys, they're really getting, they're really exposing us left and right. We got to chill out. They're going to,
0: they're going to run our careers into the ground. Those holly shook guys. So we had to go on hiatus to make them f- have a false sense of security. Correct. And we go on hiatus for a couple months. Suddenly, the last two months have honestly been one of the the most fiery periods in celebrity scandal history since, I would argue, the college admissions scandal. Nothing on that level individually, but collectively, a lot going on.
1: is isn't Holly Shook Pod unless we mention the college admissions scandal. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that. Um, no, that's, yeah, we, we. That's how
0: we made our name, right? Is the college admission scandal?
1: Lori Loughlin is still after our asses. We. It is our fault that she had to do all that. Um, She's the yeah. reason
0: why we were cut from the Netflix documentary. She's like, I can't let these Holly Hollywood guys, you know, get any more publicity over over their brilliant coverage of the college admission scandal.
1: Don't even get me started on them putting podcasters and documentaries. Um but no I'm not even going to get it. there's another documentary that came out that if we ever get back to historical scandals bitch I'm going in Um but we have we have quite a lot to catch up on I think this one this episode we're going to do kind of like a quick a quick catch up on what we missed some of our favorite yep. stories from the pa- from the summer and then obviously we're going to get into the name on everybody's lips the past couple weeks um. So don't worry, darling. We'll catch you all up on what happened.
0: That was, good. <sighs> that was great. That was a great, great segue, right? Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's start with the rapid fire, the catch rapid up. What, what we missed this summer? First of all, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson breaking up. Cool. Just moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that is about the amount of time you want to spend on the Kardashians every week. And I force you to spend 20 minutes on them. Ugh. There's not much to say. I mean, I, I feel like... Nobody saw it coming. Nobody's not coming. But
1: then I feel like nobody... I'm like, kidding,
0: right? Everyone saw this coming. Who I mean, everyone's not coming
1: eventually. I think it kind of happened randomly, right? I don't know. Obviously, I it, don't...
0: Okay, so they dated for what? Eight, nine months? It started like last December. They broke up in August.
1: It was only nine months. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a lifetime with those two
0: (laughs) but let's circle back to our thoughts in december were we thinking it would be much more than nine months i feel like that's the sweet spot of how long we thought this relationship would last i I remember we had the conversation back then can pete davidson really be at this point in his life at some point i'm sure he'll be able to do this but At this point in his life, will he be able to be a stepfather to four, five, six children? Yeah, I forget about that
1: part of it, I feel. But I don't think that was ever the goal with them. You know, It was just her having fun. She's just being fun and cool for a few months.
0: There were some theories that it was a PR couple. Of course, they were into each other. They were attracted to each other. But a lot of people who follow the celebrity sphere were saying that this was manufactured for publicity. Like you're saying, Rai, it was about fun, of course, for them, but also conveying that Kim could be fun because, of course, there was all the baggage that came with Kanye and the reputation with Kanye. And I think, I mean, I, I'm not saying this is 100% true. We don't know. But I can see her PR people, her, you know, all the people in her team saying, you need to kind of change your image a little bit. Become more fun. Become more um, light. Because all the stuff with Kanye is heavy. And I'm not saying that to denigrate him. You know, he has a lot of stuff going on in his life, mental health issues, etc. that but it are wasn't serious and I want him to deal it with. It really wasn't fun. It was stressful for all of us. Specifically. <laughs> us specifically. It
1: was, <laughs> it was messy. It was dramatic. It was not fun.
0: But Pete brings the fun the lightheartedness he's just pete davidson he makes jokes he makes cameos in movies every Mm -hmm. now and then stars in one like Mm -hmm. nobody takes him too seriously it's pete and we you know we
1: as someone who famously doesn't care about the kardashians i will say it did give her cool points it gave her some cool points
0: and that's what she was looking for and that's what
1: she got and then she moved forward who's gonna be next for pete who's gonna be gonna be next for kim I could care less, but something tells me we're gonna talk about it at some point. Moving forward in a rapid fire discussion, Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary in Vermont. As you know, we've been following the Ezra Miller story. We're the only people in America following the Ezra Miller story. Really good at kind of burying this um, in the tabloids, but we won't let that let that slide by. Um, As you know, Ezra Miller was arrested four hundred times in Hawaii. kind of started running an Airbnb out of their ranch in Vermont. Is it Vermont? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, there that's, was the that's whole...
0: speculation. That's our that's our speculation that they were running a Airbnb. They were like They were having... harboring a, a mother and and children.
1: And children. Who were right. being abused. Um and then And there were guns and weed. There were guns and weed and sound like a good time to me, but apparently Dad wasn't happy about that. Um but yeah, so then they were issued a citation to appear in Vermont Superior Court. Um that will be coming up soon, I think, for uh, burglary. They were broke into a unoccupied like house. So I don't know why you're breaking into an empty house, what's in there? Um but yeah, kind of just been all over the place. and the, the the drama never stops with Ezra Miller. I know that there's been updates on, are they going to release The Flash? Famously, the, the new Marvel... Is it Marvel? DC movie? DC. We're, we're not getting into that. <laughs> um,
0: you famously care a lot about the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> there's just too much. There's too many. Uh, how is one to be excited about that many movies? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Have they decided if they're releasing The Flash or not?
0: Yes, they are rele- they releasing are The Flash. Okay. The new uh, CEO of HBO. Um, I forget his name. But HBO and Discovery had yeah, some merger. Yeah, you heard about this, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently the new HBO CEO uh, came out and said that they love The Flash. The test screenings went really well. And it's coming out. What? Yeah. Which right. is surprising to me, considering all that's going on. But at the same time, there are other people who did star in the film and worked on the film, right? You have the editors and the PAs and, you know, the directors <laughs> and all the people, the cinematographers, all the people that work um, on it. So yeah, it would be a I, have
1: a, I have a film degree, Armin. I think I know w- who works on a movie. Okay, Don't mansplain movies to me. I'm pretty sure Ezra Miller didn't do every single job on the movie. Okay,
0: (laughs) exactly. So you feel bad for the other people who worked on the movie if it got canned, but at the same time, this is a lot. Like you said, the 400 plus arrests in Hawaii. What is going on with Ezra Miller? I guess we don't have the answer to question yet.
1: Finally, a statement because we've we've been wondering what's going on, man. Um, and they said, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have mm-hmm. begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize that everyone I've alarmed and upset with my past behavior I'm committed to do the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe and productive stage of my life. So at least they are now aware that what they were doing was potentially not okay. Um, Let's just, see. Like, this is
0: just a, a single statement, right? And right. Ezra Miller may not have written this statement. It may have been someone on Ezra Miller's team. Absolutely. And we've seen that happen time and time again. Because if you remember, after every one of those arrests, Ezra Miller was mocking the people that they were hurting, mocking the police for trying to arrest them. I mean, I swear, every Ezra Miller story from this summer was like a Mad Libs. There it was, was not- the one. It was Mad Libs. It was like Ezra Miller um assaults couple in karaoke bar in Hawaii for singing a Star is Born. For I saying, didn't make that up. That's actually what happened. But isn't happened. that a Mad Libs?
1: That's a Mad Libs. I think that the whole Ezra Miller saga was a social experiment to see how the general public reacts to insane behavior and if you know, we're seeing some crazy PR and marketing choices for movies. Don't worry, darling. Mm. Is,
0: it all
1: a, is it all a ploy? Is it all a ploy? A la Joaquin Phoenix.
0: Do you remember that? Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix pretending to be a rapper. Right. Had the so, whole bizarre David Letterman appearance. Everyone thought that he was actually trying to become a rapper, but it was really a part of a mockumentary, I think, directed by Casey Affleck
1: yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you never know this could have been all a big marketing ploy and the flash is going to the flash and don't worry darling are going to be the two biggest hits of 2022 and if so can get, give those people a promotion That's my. If,
0: by the way if that happens right boon for our podcast because that means every single year we're going to have these insane a totally creative, first-of-its-kind marketing scheme, Um, but you thought that this person was having a mental breakdown.
1: Yeah, so like, jokes on you guys, you actually promoted our movie for months on end for free.
0: But it also gives us content, so jokes on them.
1: So actually, jokes on you, because we do this podcast for free and get pretty much nothing (laughs) from it. So thanks. Um,
0: Everybody wins. Everybody wins.
1: (laughs) All right, final roundup, my favorite story of the year thus far. (laughs) this is also a mad libs doja cat (laughs)
0: that's so true (laughs) this is a crazy story
1: (laughs) doja cat and noah schnapp from stranger things got into a tiktok fight um a few months ago truly my favorite story i'll give a rundown really quick uh doja cat famously was um very attracted to the new actor on stranger Things' new season joseph quinn he played eddie i think it was eddie Um, munson eddie munson great character that season was so long
0: but it It was good
1: did you like it It, or no it was good it was good but i mean i'm sorry i don't need two hour episodes okay just make a movie
0: i kind of liked it
1: it was so long it took me three decades to finish the season (laughs) um anyway so but doja cat had posted on twitter before being like okay this guy's hot like posting pictures of joseph quinn the actor so it was no secret that she um was attracted to him and you know doja cat's very open online and she's very thirsty and it's fun it's part of her whole personality um so like then you she, she's like me i'm thirsty online she um she, what the fuck was I saying? I just blacked out. She,
0: <laughs> I think you started what? thinking of Shawn Mendes' Instagram feed.
1: Oh my god, no. I've moved on. Okay, she, who's, your new,
0: who's your new online thirst?
1: I'm not telling you. I also don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm actually into, like, guys in real life now. This is a huge... This no actually, way! This is new for you. I went on a date last night, you guys. What? Okay. We'll talk about it offline. We'll talk about okay. it offline.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. I was...
1: He thought I was four years older than I am, so it did go well. Um. Anyway.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. This is great.
1: Okay, what was I saying about? Anyway, so she slid into Noah Schnapp's DMs. Famously, he is 12. And was like, yo, let me, like, connect me with your coworker or whatever. <laughs> so then he went on TikTok and, like, put the DMs of her on TikTok, being like when Doja Cat slides into your DMs to like try to hook up with your coworker, like as a joke. Noah Schnapp is literally I think sixteen, um, and she freaked out. She went on Instagram Live. She's like, uh, "What did she say?" Let's be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a kid. Noah is like, I don't know how old he is, but he's not even old, over like. There is no way he's over twenty one. He was seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm like trying to be fair. You say dumb shit, you fuck up relationships with people. You make mistakes. You're supposed to do stuff like that so you know not to do it in the future. I did my share of fuck-ups so that I don't fuck up now. But the fact that Noah did that, like posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably socially aware and whack. It's borderline snake shit. That's like weasel shit. And I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality. Maybe he is like a whole snake, but I don't see him that way. So she like went off and called him a weasel and a snake. He's four years old. Doja Cat is a grown woman. Um,
0: I thought off. this was so hypocritical, right? Because she is calling Noah Schnapp out for you know putting their private conversations out there and handling what should have been a private situation in the public sphere. And I agree with that particular fact. If someone sends you some private messages. Before you post it on social media, ask if you can post it on social media. Sure. But like she is saying, he is 17. Right. He is young. He he doesn't know. And by the way, it's a funny situation. It's silly. It's silly. And Joseph Quinn has his own Instagram. That's why Noah Schnapp's response to jo- Doja Cat was, here's his Instagram. Go DM him yourself.
1: She like already followed him. Also, she had been posted. She had posted multiple tweets with pictures of him, and like responded to people's tweets of like pictures of him being like, "Oh, he's so hot." So it's not like so. It's no secret.
0: It's no, no secret. secret. Also,
1: like silly Doja Cat stuff. Like that's just like her thing. She's like silly and goofy and like that. The fact that she took it so seriously and was so upset is truly comical. I was dying.
0: It was so funny. But also like hypocritical. But yes, very funny. I enjoyed the whole spat. Doja Cat should have handled this privately, right? Doja Cat should have messaged Noah Schnapp and said, Hey, Noah, you know, I, I get it. It was funny. It turned out to be a viral social media moment. That's great. But in the future, if anybody sends you a private message, just reach out to them before you go and post it. I may have even said, Go ahead and post it. Because it's kind of funny. Right, but just exactly. get consent from me before you put any of our private messages. Because my expectation when sending a private message is that it stays private. Is that Super famous? simple.
1: Yeah. It's not yeah. like a public comment on a post. Right.
0: Exactly. And now you go out there as Doja Cat calling Noah Schnapp a snake. What else did she say? A weasel. weasel, socially unaware, whack. That's, whack. And and remember, she herself said this, he's young, he's still growing, he made a mistake, but now you're going to throw all this at him? And we know how rough the social media streets are. I know it's just the internet, you could turn it off, but he's also still, like, like we all are acknowledging, a young kid. That could get to him if a lot of Doja Cat's fans... You know, went into his right. DMs, went into his replies and said horrible things to him. And we've seen right. this happen time and time again. That could really affect people and their mental health is getting all these horrible, like, super vitriolic mess- messages on social media. People could be so cruel for no cruel. reason. Literally, literally. So and, I'm like, why did you do this? Just, just keep it private between you and him like he should have done with you. Take your own it's advice.
1: It's so silly. It's so unnecessary. And I'm so happy it happened. I <laughs> loved it. I thought it was we are some-
0: here for it. We are here for all it was the drama. So
1: good. Like yes, you should have handled it differently and privately. But at the same time, so happy you did it, and so happy it was unhinged. Um, he ended up posting a TikTok using her song. Mm. couple days later people were like oh my god not the doja cat song and then he commented saying like hey we i apologize we're all good i love her music like everything's squashed like we're good
0: i still follow her no hard feelings like that is the mature response by the way the 17 year old coming out with the super mature response that's some king shit shout out to noah schnapp if you ever want to come on the podcast i know he listened
1: snake shit shout out I loved it. That was my favorite story of the year. When we do our end of the year roundup, that's going to be up there for me.
0: Let's see if it holds up as the number one story of the year. The Holly, What did we call that? The Holly Shook Award? The Holly Shook Awards, I think. Well, the Holly Shook Awards, but was the best scandal of the year called the Holly Shook Award? I don't remember.
1: It's in I my know. notes somewhere. I famously, don't remember a single thing we've talked about on this
0: podcast. We have the breakup of the year. I know what that's going to be. We're actually going to touch on it later Later in this podcast.
1: Oh, Ooh. Now, at least
0: so far. So far, I think it's the breakup of the year because it generated a lot of buzz. It was even referenced during the Emmys. By the way, Rai, what was the biggest Emmy snub for you? Um, I
1: unfortunately did not watch. Um, but snub snub, 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 snub. Did you follow snub. the
0: the winners and losers or no?
1: After I fact. looked at the list, um, I don't know. It's hard because I don't watch all of them. So it's like I know that like you loved. You love Succession, but I like I watched Severance. I was like, Severance was pretty good.
0: Brilliant. Severance season one. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. And then like comedy is like, or like even Yellow Jackets. I loved Yellow Jackets. Me too. That was a great I didn't show. Watch all of them. So it's hard for me to be like, well, that was a snub, because it's like, okay, well, Succession's probably really good too.
0: I thought Ray Seahorn should have won in the best supporting actress category. Who is he? Um, she played Kim Wexler in Better Call Saul. Mm, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Don't watch that don't She's watch a great that. actress. You're going to see her in, in more projects coming up. I'm sure. Can't wait to not yeah. watch it. Um, <laughs> well, you'll watch-, watch it. You'll watch it in 10 years. That's what you do. You watch shows. Yeah. I'm surprised you watched Severance. Was it because I was telling you all about it when it was? No,
1: my friend like was fucking jizzing herself about it for weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll get into it. <laughs>
0: So between My me and started. your
1: friend, you, you felt like you had to yeah. watch it. It started a little slow for me, but... Um,
0: oh, but it builds up perfectly, right?
1: Yeah, it was good. It was just... I don't work in an office. I feel like if you work in an office, it kind of hits a little harder, so... Maybe. It was maybe. good. I liked it. I liked it. I, liked it. I liked it. Okay, don't get mad at me. <laughs> um, the new scandal.
0: Hey, the new scandal of the day. The
1: new scandal is I didn't fucking think Severance was the best television show in America. Like, everyone freaks out. Um... <laughs> But you know what we did think was the best?
0: Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. I'm not that mad at you. Okay, right?
1: Don't worry, darling. Well, it'll, I'll still watch season two. Um, okay, don't worry, darling. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to lay it out for you. You guys know, you guys have been following. Look, if you listen to this podcast, you've been following Don't Worry, Darling. That's the Zen diagram of listeners of this podcast and people who are following the Don't Worry, Darling drama is just a circle. It's 100%. It's a circle. So we don't have to go through every detail. I think more so we should just give a quick rundown and then our personal reactions, how we reacted, how it affected our day-to-day life the past couple weeks. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, this scandal is about us personally.
0: I I just got to say it impacted my day-to-day life the last couple of weeks in no other way than providing me with amazing memes and content. And for that, I am grateful.
1: I watched the video that someone photoshopped a dead goat into Harry Styles' arms. Probably 400 (laughs) times I watched that video.
0: And the caption was something like, I can't believe Harry Styles just threw a a baby goat onto onto Chris Pine.
1: Harry Styles throws a goat on Chris Pine at Venice Film Festival. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, I saw the caption first, and then I watched the video, and I'm like, they perfectly photoshopped that dead goat body. Like even the way it falls on his lap, it's like perfect.
0: Like, this person needs a, an award. Did you see the one where Harry Styles is like a dinosaur? when he has the like he like Any... yeah
1: the spitting the spitting pterodactyl or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, From Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, good. Brilliant. I mean, the internet is a place for mentally ill people, and <laughs> this is when they thrive the best is during scandals. Um. But yeah, so I'll just do like, I think I'll just do like a quick, a quick RD if that's cool. Quick. Um, I don't know why I'm asking permission. This is equal parts my podcast. <laughs> um, I do most of the work actually. Sorry. So obviously don't worry, darling. It's a movie coming out. Olivia Wilde is directing it. Sh- or, uh, Harry Styles stars in it and Florence Pugh stars in it and other people. Um, Chris Pine. And Chris Pine. See, the thing is I didn't know Chris Pine was in it until the Venice. like I didn't know anyone else was in it until the Venice right. film.
0: <laughs> and I didn't know Nick Kroll was Nick in Kroll. it until the drama.
1: No, for sure. And people said they're like the whole uh this isn't a cover up on Olivia Wilde's um you know relationship with Harry Styles. It's a cover up, so no one knew Chris Nick Kroll was gonna be in this movie. <laughs> I'm like, that's so true. Um so basically somehow uh, Shia LaBeouf's involved. He was originally cast, I think, and he was part of the movie for a like very short amount of time and then stopped being in the movie and it was exposed that, or it was told that it was a scheduling conflict. Um, and then Shia LaBeouf was like, uh-uh, I'm going to expose you. And basically was like, it wasn't a scheduling conflict. It was because you, Olivia Wilde, Did not give the cast time to rehearse we weren't able to like get into the process she was like well actually his process was like very aggressive and like not the type of acting process that i wanted on my set so that's some fighting words um harry styles was a a, was rumored to originally have been the First choice for this role, but he was supposed to go on tour, and then famously there was a pandemic that happened, so his tour was postponed, and now is happening right now as we speak. So he was always wanting; he was always supposed to play that role. Here's the thing: Why are we acting like Harry Styles can act? What's happening here? Shailaf problematic, potentially abuser. I don't know the details on right. that, and we're looking into it. But can act?
0: The guy can act that was another element of the story was that at some point, Olivia Wilde also says not just, it's not just his acting process. It's Shia LaBeouf's history as an abuser that made her fire him and that uh, she wanted to create a safe environment for Florence Pugh. But then Shia LaBeouf exposes. And by the way, this isn't to say he's a great guy or anything. He may still very well be an abuser. Um, That, Aside, he does lay out the facts with text messages and a video showing that not only did Olivia Wilde not fire him, but she was begging him to come back to the movie. Messy, messy, messy girl. So if you actually are concerned about his abusive past and safety on your set, it's a really, really bad thing that you would be begging Shia LaBeouf. To come back to work on the set. Again, these are allegations at this point, right? But if you do have concerns, there are so many actors in Hollywood, and Shia LaBeouf uh, doesn't have to be in every movie. (laughs) You can hire someone without these concerns at the moment. (laughs) His contract is I'm in every movie. I'm in every movie. Like, what are you doing here? And then to come out and use the abuse as an excuse for hiring Harry Styles. And to cover up for the fact that Shia LaBeouf left because of you, not even because of his own potential trans- transgressions. I mean, what are you doing, Olivia Wilde? Right. I guess th- these are just allegations as well, but we do have the video. We have the video of Olivia Wilde going like, please, we want you to come back. Like, I know there's Miss Flo. I forget exactly what she said, but she, she was kind of seemingly disparaging Florence Pugh. I, I thought the Miss Flo moniker was a little bit condescending. It's condescending, she says. I think this might be a bit of a wake up
1: call for Miss Flo. So she's a wake up call, Miss Flo. That is, um, it's giving, it's giving like, kind of like bully nick, not nickname, but like being like, oh, she's like such a diva type thing. Where, you know, that's as your director, you should not be, you know, calling your actors that.
0: Did you see Florence Pew's a stylist or makeup yeah. artist, yeah, posted on oh, okay. Instagram a photo yeah. of Florence Pugh in the dressing room, and the caption was "Miss Flow."
1: Well, and they also had shirts made for the Venice Film Festival that said "Team Miss Flow."
0: I didn't see that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who wore them? The stylist. The stylist. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's so, so good. Fun. And then someone, one of them, posted like a picture of the red carpet and said like so much more to the story than you even know, like all will be revealed. And I was like, not the stylist getting messy. We love this.
0: So this feud is for real because I saw some people online saying this is nothing. It's being made out to be this big deal, but nothing really happened. This is real. There is no teams. If there is no conflict, right?
1: If there's a conflict, you have teams. And here's the background on that quick rundown, quick RD Mm -hmm. as well. The background on that is that there are rumors that Olivia Wilde, who used to be married to Jason Sudeikis, was already having romantic and sexual um, interactions with Harry Styles before she was officially separated from Jason Sudeikis. There were rumors that her relationship with Harry Styles is what led to their divorce. It has been clarified that they were already on the outs when she started
0: dating Harry Styles. I so, mean, quick clarifier. They didn't get divorced. They were never married. Okay. Okay. Just a quick clarification. clarification. You know, we're super accurate on this podcast. We we, we've been. never not been 100% accurate on this podcast. Never
1: ever had an untruth um, spoken on this podcast. So thank <laughs> you for clarifying. Um, so they were separating or not being together in a relationship anymore. Right. There was the famous custody... Um, Right. Custom papers delivery during q and A Q&A or at Comic Con or something like that. Olivia Wilde
0: was on the panel during Comic Con and she got served. She got served. That people, is
1: wild. That is wild. That is Olivia Wilde. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> um, and so that was a whole controversy. <sighs> then the rumors have it that um, Florence Pugh is it Pugh, Pug, Pugh. Pugh.
0: Yeah, I was pew.
1: I don't care That Florence um, Was uncomfortable With the fact that she was in a um, Relationship with Harry Styles While on set said that there's rumors That she made the set feel a little Uncomfortable a little unprofessional um, And that she Florence was friends with Jason Sudeikis And kind of felt like disrespected that she would like kind of mess around in front of her knowing that she's friends with Jake and Sudeikis. that's She a, apparently how,
0: filmed for Ted Lasso, but they cut the scene.
1: Oh, weird. Yeah. There's going to be a Ted Lasso like b- behind the scenes documentary now, the drama. <laughs> Everyone's involved in this scandal is basically the point. Um, so it really
0: does, like, traverse all of Hollywood. Like, from Harry Styles in One Direction all the way to Ted Lasso and Jason Lasso. Sudeikis. Oh, it
1: is wild. Hugh um, Laurie is
0: involved somehow because, you know, him and Olivia Wilde start in house together. I mean, it, we're going everywhere with this. It's truly... It's the it's the
1: multiverse. The Don't Worry Darling yes. multiverse is the new Marvel. There's, um, you know, there is there was um, speculation that Florence was purposely not promoting the movie on her social media. She finally did post like a teaser trailer months later after other people in the movie had been promoting it. Um, And, and then I think like Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are no longer together from what I've understood.
0: Well, we don't know, but that goes into the Venice film festival drama it's which all leading up was a lot of, but yes. they were never standing next to each other. they showed zero intimacy but I know you want to lead up to Venice Film festival so we don't have to go there yet. well I mean
1: it's pretty much like let's just cut to the chase here um okay but, yeah. but the Venice the the setting is Venice Film Festival okay mm. let's let's set the scene where Venice, were we? where were you when you saw the Venice Film Festival red carpet okay
0: no, I'm saying where were we We should have been in Venice
1: we should have been in Venice I was not famously there. Um I'll never forget the day Florence who arrives late with an aperol spritz in hand, queen mm-hmm. behavior. This is her saying, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to y'all want to make this movie a drama because you're unprofessional, I'll be unprofessional too. And everyone applauds it. It's giving Miss Flow energy. I think she's also reclaiming the misflow Flow of it all by being like, "Yes, you're going to call me a diva? I'll show up late with an aperol spritz in my hand, bitch." And love that energy, love, 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 love. Um, this is how I, her arrival on the red carpet is how I learned that Chris Pine and Nicole, Nick Kroll were in the movie because <laughs> there's a really cute video of them like pretending to take photos of her on the, on their phones and she's like working the red carpet looking amazing. Um, And I'm like, why are they taking pictures? Oh, they're in the movie. Um, Fast forward to the entrance of the cast into the theater. The wait, right, chart-
0: Can I interrupt you real quick here, please? Because- I love to be interrupted. <laughs> I hate to interrupt you here, but yep. I feel like what really kicked off the social media drama was maybe a couple of days before this, when the Chris Pine clips started circulating. Him just looking distraught, miserable, stoic, sitting next to Harry Styles for was all that these like interviews. Hmm? That was before. I thought it was before. Am I, don't I don't know. Maybe, I think I. I think am I was I catching mixing it up? up. Yeah, I think okay. I was catching it. So maybe it was before. But yeah, I, I thought the it. interviews were first. Okay. And then there was the actual like premiere of the movie. But those started to go viral, right? There, there was the image of him. I think with like headphones, headphones. and he's just staring straight ahead, dead eyes. He looks miserable. He doesn't want to be there. And it's giving off Ben Affleck leading up to Batman V Superman. Mm -hmm. And what really gives us Ben Affleck leading up to Batman V Superman. If y'all remember, there's the Ben Affleck sitting next to Henry uh, Cavill. Is it Henry Cavill or Henry Henry Cavill? I do not know. We don't do well with last names on this podcast, do we?
1: Stop having weird last names. 2022. (laughs)
0: so so you have henry cavill talking about batman versus superman and there's ben affleck just looking miserable he doesn't want to be there he, he doesn't want to promote this movie chris pine harry styles sitting next to each other same energy chris pine is exactly where ben affleck was seven years ago and harry styles is saying some shit like i forget exactly what he said but i'll it's say like, it i'll say it do you remember it okay so can the you try thing- the accent
1: please the thing I love most about this film is that it just feels like a film. Um, and it's just it's one of those movies that you want to go to a theater and see the movie. It just feels like a movie that you'll see in the theaters. It, it just it feels like a movie. So basically, he's saying the movie feels like a movie, and that the film is so great because it feels like a film.
0: Right. And I hate, this thing is, here I have to back him. I hate when a movie feels like a podcast. I hate when a movie feels like radio. So when a movie does feel like a movie, I feel like they've already crossed a certain threshold that I need for me to at least watch a movie. I won't watch a movie if it feels like anything but a movie. But if you've already made it feel like a movie,
1: I'm going to watch it. it. Feels, if it feels like a movie, I, there's potential that I will watch it. Um, right. If the movie right. feels like a TV show, I'm not watching it. Also, if the TV if the TV show feels like a movie, Stranger Things, I don't want to watch it. Okay, the TV shows need to feel like a TV shows, and movies need to feel like movies. People are giving Harry Styles shit for this, but was he wrong?
0: Not at all. The movie should feel like a movie. Now, this doesn't mean you like it. That's that's not the threshold for liking a movie or liking a TV show, but that's the threshold for watching it.
1: For watching it, I do want the movie to feel like a movie and the move and the TV show to feel like a TV show. Hey. If it's a movie made for TV, I want it to feel like a movie made for TV. Okay? If it's a television movie,
0: mm-hmm.
1: feel like a television movie. Don't feel like a TV show and don't feel like a movie. Right. Feel like what you are.
0: Like, I'm vibing with Lifetime because Lifetime movies feel like Lifetime movies. Right, right, they right. They do what right. they do, so I'm going to watch it.
1: Documentaries should feel like documentaries. Okay? I'm just going to throw that one out there. Mm-hmm. Controversial opinion, plays should feel like plays. Okay. Our Music.
0: podcast, our podcast gets so many listens because our podcast feels like a podcast. It feels like a podcast, and guess what? It sounds like a podcast. People, people have told me that. People, people saw me on the street. They say, "You know, your podcast sounds like a podcast." Like a podcast. I get that all the time. Me have you too. read our
1: iTunes, our iTunes
0: reviews feels like a podcast. Sounds like a podcast. Our very first five star review four years ago said, "This podcast feels like a podcast." As it
1: Harry Styles. Is ahead of his time. Okay, he, honestly, uh,
0: that was the one part of the drama that I thought shouldn't have been drama. That was the one part the where I'm like, don't give him shit for that.
1: I need that honest. I need that stitched onto a throw pillow.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, so back to the drama. <laughs> back to the real Harry's, drama. Harry Styles is a word. A word dress? No. Word Smith. Word Smith. A yeah. word dress. Um. So then they the, cut to the entrance of the Venice Film Festival. Cut to. Mm-hmm. The seating chart. I could write a dissertation on the seating chart. It is Olivia Wilde at the end. Weird. The director mm-hmm. usually is in the middle. Mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde on the end. Chris Pine, Harry Styles, right. I think Florence is next. Mm-hmm. And then Gemma Chan, I think, is the um other actress in it. And then Nick Kroll on the end. ok. Don't right. see a lot from the the two on the end, the Gemma Chan and um. Nick Kroll of it all. Don't really oh,
0: But there time. was one iconic moment, which we have to touch on. Touch on with it. Nick Kroll, with, with Nick Kroll. Oh, when he
1: made out with Harry Styles? Yes. Okay, see, no. <laughs> the thing with that is no, because the only thing that makeout that- did not feel like a makeout. That makeout out not feel like a make It felt like queer baiting, which Harry Styles loved to queer bait. <laughs> and we, what was the, there was another, there's another um, singer who made out with someone on stage recently. Um, who? Oh my God. Singer, I'm Googling. Singer who made out with someone recently on stage. Um, At an awards show? No. Or? Singer who made out with, who made. <laughs> singer? Out with someone, with someone recently. Made. <laughs> that is the dumbest Google search I've ever done. Singer who made out with someone recently. Um, but they were like kind of, like Harry Styles loves Bad Who? Bunny, so Bad oh. Bunny made out with his or kissed his male backup dancer during a concert or during the VMAs um, recently, mm. and people were like, "Okay, Harry Styles and Charlie Puth," because Harry Harry Styles and Charlie Puth are always queer baiting. You know, like being like, mm, "Like, am I on top or a bottom?" It's like neither, bitch, but bottom, <laughs> and. Uh, so people are like, You're and it's a mood. cynical
0: ploy to get LGBTQ cred, right?
1: Right. It's just like, like they know what they're doing type thing. I'm all for it. I followed Charlie Duputh on all <laughs> social media. He might be my thirst person. He knows. <laughs> <that he's-
0: laughs> my favorite part is you calling it out for its cynicism and then going, I'm all for it though.
1: <laughs> I didn't say I didn't support it. I just said it's bad. I support a lot of things that are bad. Fair. Um, and so anyway people are like your move harry styles and so then he's like oh i'm gonna kiss nick kroll it's like babe we don't want you to kiss nick kroll okay kiss chris pine and give us what we really want thank you if you're gonna kiss anyone but but, well he
0: did something else to chris pine so i guess he gave us a little bit of everything
1: harry Styles sits down the entrance sits down it is the it is the video scene around the world Mm. it's Spitgate, hashtag SpitGate.
0: Hashtag Did Harry
1: Styles put on? on Chris Pine? Why, why slash N, what do you think?
0: <sighs> okay. Um, okay, for the listeners, we sped through that real quick, but in the video... Everyone see- knows. Everyone's seen the video. No, 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 let me just describe it real quick. Chris Pine <laughs> sitting there. In the video, what have you been doing the past two weeks? you got to watch it. It's like seven seconds long. You have Harry Styles walking up, and he appears to purse his lips. Is that incorrect, Rai? He purses his lips. Purses lips. Okay. So, you can at least confirm that. <clears throat> Watch for yourselves, listeners, but that's what happens. And then Chris Pine, directly, maybe half a second after Harry Styles purses his lips, looks down onto his lap, kind of smirks, stops clapping. Huge, huge moment in the play by play. Stops clapping like midstream as well, like very dramatically. Not just like, mm-hmm. I'm done clapping. He clapped enough. No, 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 no. He was maybe 40% into his clap cycle. Stops mid-clap. Looks down into his lap, almost in a concerned fashion. Little smirk, then looks up. Very theatrical, right? But something happened, right? And then he kind of shuffles around. He grabs his sunglasses out from his lap. Okay, so I say that last part to bring up one theory, which is that, and I don't buy this, Harry Styles said, your sunglasses are in your lap. It's not it's mouthing out. To say a full sentence. Exactly. I agree with you, Right, I agree. I'm just saying that's one of the theories I've seen out there. Also,
1: why is the first thing you're doing when you're entering a movie premiere saying, hey, just so you're aware, your sunglasses are in your Like,
0: that's the last thing on his mind. I agree. Okay. Another theory is that the pursed lips are coincidental to. Chris Pine noticing his sunglasses are in his lap and that okay. there was something that made him think that he had lost his sunglasses so it was like a little moment of self-deprecation him looking down he stops clapping and goes oh I'm so dumb my sunglasses were in my lap the whole time
1: the whole time it's like when you're looking for your sunglasses and they're on your head and then you're like ah they're on uh, my
0: head and the purse lips is just coincidental has nothing yes. to do with the noticing of the sunglasses, it just all happened at the, at the exact same time. But then there's theory three: Harry Styles spit on Chris spit Pine. On Chris Pine. In front, I, you know, of I don't care if it's not true. I choose to believe that. It's way more fun.
1: I'm believing it. It's fun. It's camp. It's good. <laughs> And you know, what? for all we know, it's not a, it's not a hateful spit. Maybe there's like a fun inside joke. I saw that theory that there's an inside joke.
0: You're spitting about, on each other for fun. One
1: time, they He accidentally spit on him at another premiere or something. And now it's their thing. They always pretend to spit on each other. And it's kind of queer baiting also. Cause there's people that are probably into that type of thing, but right, 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 right. But also the way Harry sits down is very telling in that he spits on Chris Pine famously and accurately proven and then sits down and kind of like adjusts that looks the other way and adjusts his jacket and then kind of, it doesn't really make an immediate interaction with anyone around him. The video that w- was seen around the world does cut off and right. everyone goes, oh my God, him and Olivia Wilde didn't even say hi to each other or, make, or like look at each other. Right. But you continue watching the video about three seconds after the original video cuts off, he does, put his head around the back of Chris Pine to say something to Olivia Wilde. They say hi to each other or something like that. There is other videos too as well. Also, in addition to, where you never see Miss Flo and Olivia Wilde make eye contact, interact, talk anything. The whole premiere. During the standing ovation, during the cheers, during the
0: presentation of the cast, no interactions. And apparently... Florence Pugh is breaking with major precedent and isn't doing any press aside from that single Venice Film Festival appearance. And that's very unusual for a superstar. It's very unusual for a superstar.
1: Here's the thing. I um I have read I have read early reviews and pretty much people saying Florence Pugh is a um is great in it. Is masterclass. Amazing. Yeah, great, great performance. I, you know, could see her maybe doing post it coming out Mm. reviews and late night shows and stuff like that. If there's, you know, rumors around maybe an Oscar nomination, you have to do press. So I think maybe she's waiting to see if the reviews are good for her before she's committing to promoting the movie that maybe has had some behind the scenes drama. And by maybe, I mean, we just spent 45 minutes talking about it. So definitely has behind the scenes drama.
0: (laughs) And the early, early reviews are bad. I'll say that.
1: The early reviews are bad. She's getting great reviews. Everything else is getting,
0: uh,
1: um, will I be lined up outside the theater for the midnight premiere? Absolutely. I need to see this movie. (laughs) I don't care if it's bad. I need to know what went down.
0: It's going to break the Titanic record. (laughs) <laughs> that and the Flash. The
1: only movies that I'm seeing this year are this and the Flash. Just for the behind the scenes drama.
0: Did you hear, Ryan? By the way, Movie Pass is coming back. You could get your Movie Pass back and watch these two movies.
1: Um, babe, they're launching in Chicago. I'm on the wait list. Okay, <laughs> yes, we're on the wait list. There's different tiers now. Okay,
0: nothing gets by you, right? Nothing gets by they're you. They're like,
1: do you want to? They're like, you did this years ago. Remember our weird Ponzi scheme? Want to be part of it again? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. So I should to-
0: I should say by the way, uh, Florence Pugh has a scheduling conflict. Is there <laughs> excuse? It seems like the scheduling conflict is the go-to excuse in Hollywood. I've never heard a movie with
1: so much scheduling conflict. Okay, like it's not <laughs> like this is they were needed every single day for three hundred and sixty-five days. Like it's there is not that big of a scheduling conflict.
0: I guess she's I filming what,
1: another movie. I am, and... I'm not in another movie, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, so Florence Pugh isn't doing the press junket. I still think it's weird. I know what you're saying. She could be strategic here. But usually this is contractual, right? Yeah. The lead stars and even some of the supporting actors have to show up on Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, all the Jimmy's they're going to be on the jimmies eventually maybe eventually um but it's unusual apparently she's also not going to a lot of the premieres around the world that the other co-stars are going to you know how I they have the venice she, film festival premiere but then there's a new she, york premiere and a la premiere i think she skipped the new york premiere from right. what i saw right I saw. Um, that's harry just styles, unusual
1: that is unusual harry styles did 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 address the controversy during his madison square garden um Concert. I don't know if you saw that. Um, it was like a day or two after the Venice Film Festival. He's on tour right now, back at Madison Square Garden. And during the set, he just goes, "Sorry, guys, I had to pop over to Venice really quick to spit on Chris Pine, but I'm back." He admitted it. Confession. It's proven. He admitted it. No, I rest my case. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's pretty much the. Um, don't worry, darling. Drama. Um. I'm I living
0: think- for it. I'm living for it. We could talk about this honestly for hours, but I think there will be follow ups to this story. So I think we could close it here. Absolutely. It's a, we can't we could go on for hours. We gotta cut ourselves off. There's a lot of layers to this story. I and I love talking about it, honestly. There, <laughs> there's just <coughs> a lot of the, fun it's moments.
1: Be, it's gonna be the one we we're we're hearing about for a little bit. There's gonna be more.
0: Especially once it actually comes out. We'll have a review. We'll we'll do a review. I think the next major update, it's going to be Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles' relationship. Because I got to say, looking behind Chris Pine to say hello to Olivia Wilde, that's underwhelming for a couple who's been dating for over a year, maybe even two years. So the lack of intimacy during the film festival, maybe it was strategic to avoid chatter about their relationship. Or maybe it does indicate... You know, uh, uh, something going down, them breaking up. So I think that is the next update to be had. We'll see. Can't wait. Speaking of updates, Ray J, we all know Ray J, gave us an update to a now 18, 15, 16, 17 year uh, long story. Um, Rai, I know you don't know anything about this because in our pre-show chat... um, you said you had no idea that this happened. Our pre-production, yes. I'll give I'll give a little background to how I found out about this story. I was on Twitter, you know, I think it was Saturday night, and I saw someone tweet what Ray J is doing now on Instagram Live is historic or something. Or or Ray J is making history right now on Instagram Live. I'm like, sure. no way. What's going on? So I tune in. And um basically I'm going to give the very, very short run down here because there is a lot. But for those who don't know, many, many years ago, of course, a sex tape was released between Ray J and Kim Kardashian. A lot of people thought Ray J released the tape uh, without Kim Kardashian's consent and made a lot of money off of it. And that's basically been the Kardashian uh, story around the tape, is that they were a couple obviously for years, they filmed a couple sex tapes, and Ray J... Uh, released the sex tapes against her will and and profited off of it. It's come back to light. After many years, it was kind of out of the public eye, wouldn't you say, Rai? Like, people kind of forgot, not forgot about the sex he tapes, but... Forward. We moved on. Yeah, like, Kim, you know, started all these businesses, and then her sisters started these businesses. Kylie and Kendall became wildly famous on their own as well. Um, not on their own, but you know what I mean. They have their own... Uh, uh, makeup lines and modeling careers all this crap
1: you're once again explaining something that everybody knows about right right (laughs) kardashians are famous and successful
0: (laughs) but i'm explaining all this to explain why this is now back in the news right and it's because when the kardashians launched the new their new show on hulu after ending keeping up with the kardashians they of course brought the sex tape back into the to the storyline because honestly it's their bread and butter It is. Or at least they think it is. Um, And apparently there was this other tape uh, that allegedly Ray J or one of Ray J's people were threatening the Kardashians with. And in this episode of the new Hulu Kardashians, Kanye retrieves the tapes. He flies from New York to Los Angeles, gets the tapes and the computer and the hard drive. In a, in a suitcase and he flies it back from LA to New York and gives it to, to Kim hours before her SNL appearance. Wow, talk about the drama. And that's the same SNL appearance where she meets Pete Davidson and they start dating. I mean, come on, you couldn't script it better. Uh, the devil <laughs> works hard. The devil works hard, but Chrissy, devil Chrissy, Chrissy devil Jen Jen. Um, and then, and then, that's not all. Just last week, this is what really reignited it. Chris Jenner makes an appearance on James Corden's show and takes a lie detector test. And in the lie detector test, they ask Chris, Did you release the sex tape? Because that's been another theory out there.
1: Right, right, right.
0: And she says, No. And the lie detector says she's telling the truth. Okay. And Ray J gets upset and says, You know what? I am tired of my name being dragged through the mud. Tired of my reputation being destroyed for this. Off, and it's the us. only time your
1: name's even mentioned. So take it or leave it. I'm <laughs> sorry, it's true. <laughs> you had one song in 2007, Okay, it's not. <laughs> we're not talking about a
0: shirt here. Okay. <laughs> so wait, right? Okay, for just for the listeners here, would you just take or leave any mention of you, even if it was terrible? Yeah. Okay, all (laughs) press is good press, babe. Ray J doesn't agree. So Ray J goes on Instagram Live. And I'm going to say allegedly to all this, because we don't know what's the truth. Ray J alleges that he didn't release the tapes. It was Kris Jenner. And not only did Kris Jenner release the tapes, she orchestrated the entire ordeal. She suggested to Kim and Ray J, according to Ray J, That they film a sex tape, and not just a sex tape, another sex tape, and even a third sex tape. There was a third sex tape entitled Santa Barbara Sex Tape, according to Ray J. Not the saga. (laughs) It was a trilogy. It was the whole Kim Kardashian sex tape universe, cinematic universe. The KCU, Kardashian cinematic universe. And according to Ray J, she watched the films and determined which one was the one to release. And here's the crazy part is that Ray J shows these contracts that Kim Kardashian signed and that he signed, except he didn't sign his contracts. Kim signed his for him. He He didn't want to sign it right away, but they said, we didn't have enough time. You got to do it right away. So Kim signed his end of the vivid contracts for him. Classic plagiarism. Yes. And I guess there was like a compare and contrast with her handwriting. It looks like her handwriting. So he has these contracts as potential evidence. He seems very um, convincing. He even showed old texts from over a year ago of him talking about this situation with Kanye where he repeats the same story. So it's not a story he's just thinking of now. Like it's September 2022 and I'm thinking of this brand new version of the story. It's a story he told to Kanye over a year ago, right? Classic. Or two years ago. Um, very, very crazy update. To be honest, it didn't get a lot of publicity. I did see some chatter on Twitter, which is a little bit, little news. bit of Twitter chatter. Yeah. News. yeah. I don't think anything is going to cut come of this because here, here's my take on all this. I, I think a lot of people honestly thought this was true anyway. <laughs> that, yeah, no that's one's... that's the whole joke behind the devil works hard and Chris Jenner works hard is that Chris Jenner yeah. orchestrated the whole career of all his her daughters, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but I also think the Kardashians are too big to fail. If people did find out that Kim and Chris basically destroyed Ray J's reputation and career for their own personal gain, people would go, yeah, okay. Like that. We, yeah. we thought they did that anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I feel bad for Ray J, and, and his main reason, at least according to him in those videos for, for coming out with the story was that his daughter mm. was, was maybe don't bring the things- daughter into that Ray J. Well, the thing is, apparently his daughter was maybe being exposed to this stuff and thinking that he was the one who released the sex tapes without Kim Kardashian's consent. And he's like, "I don't want my daughter to think I would do that to a woman." Sure, sure, sure. Good. Yeah, yeah. and I get that. So, like in in that in that sense, I'm like, dude, put the truth out there.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is like he can say whatever he wants. People are gonna believe what they want to believe.
0: That's just. But at least he put his story out there, and we hadn't yeah. really heard his story before. Yeah. True. And they keep chattering. That's the thing. They could have not talked about it. Why bring it up and put it out on the Hulu right. episode? They'd be, bring, they'd be bringing it up. Because they know it's juicy and it gets a lot of clicks. It gets a lot of views. And they just launched a new show. And they don't know if a lot of people are going to migrate from E! to Hulu to watch the Car- the Kardashian version of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So it's like, what what do we know works? Sex tape talk. Ray J. They use exactly. and exploit the guy. I, f- I do actually feel bad for him. Shout out to Ray J for telling his truth. He'll survive. <laughs> I love your empathy for Ray J. I'm like,
1: well, I haven't thought about Ray J until every time this happens, so hello. <laughs>
0: No, to your point, by the way, one of the best parts of the IG lives is that he's like telling all this. And at some point, like 10 minutes into it, he starts promoting his own products. He's like, no. you got to go to da dot com.
1: Oh, no, man, <laughs> sir. Just, just go raise your daughter and quiet and be quiet. <laughs> I'm silencing Ray J's truth.
0: <laughs> the best would have been if he did have like a promo pr- promo code, a promotional code. Like like type type in Kardashian Truth J-10. Kardashian Truth30 for a 30% discount. <laughs> I'd use that. <it. sighs> oh my gosh. Speaking of discounts. Uh this doesn't work. No.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm rusty on my segues. It's been two and a half months. But we all know this is your favorite breakup of the year thus far. (laughs) Should I tell the story? Throw it at us. Okay. Uh, So uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, dumped Camilla Marone the moment she turned 25. Apparently, it was the day of her 25th birthday. The clock struck midnight. And he said, I don't do 25-year-olds. Too old. Too old. There's that graph if you all haven't seen it of uh, all of Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends, and not one has aged over 25. He's he's dated them as young as 18, 19, but the moment they turn 25, um, and sometimes it's 21, 22, he breaks up with them. But there were a lot of great memes this time. I don't know if you saw them, right? But there was, oh, was like, <laughs> <what they're> <laughs> there was one that was like, "25, you're too sexy." There was one that was like, "The three things in life that are certain death." Taxes and Leonardo DiCaprio breaking up with his girlfriend before her prefrontal cortex develops. Before her
1: prefrontal cortex develops, <laughs> Keenan made a Keenan made a comment during the Emmys
0: about Zendaya. Yeah, that was good. He was like, Zendaya, she she turned twenty six, which in Hollywood means that you're young enough uh, to play a high schooler, but you're too old to date Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> great, great line, great, <laughs> that's, great that's joke, a great joke. Um, but it's, it sounds like Leo took all the criticism or at least all the observations and the jokes at heart. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to date old, man. I'm going to go way old, super old and start dating 27 year old Gigi Hadid, oldest human being he has ever dated in his life. I'm so proud of him. Is this proven that they're together? Well, an insider says they've quote, right. mostly... Uh, been hanging out in groups um, and solo a handful of times. Um, Apparently, uh, quote, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't jump around hooking up. They are taking it slow, end quote. Um, But apparently they have a lot of mutual friends, which makes sense because Leonardo DiCaprio has only ever dated people between the ages of 19 and 24. So the fact that they would have all the same friends, she is still in her mid to late 20s. Um, It's very logical. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think Leonardo caprio is, is is uh making a big change in his life like this is gonna stick, or do you think you know he's just doing it to to placate the angry mob in in the social media sphere?
1: I think he probably just doesn't know how old she is and is <laughs> gonna be very shocked when he finds out. I think he's avoiding i think he's avoiding that information as long as he can and not asking her and anytime she brings up her birthday, he plugs his ears.
0: <laughs> He, he saw Gigi Hadid in The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills as a high schooler like ten years ago.
1: He was so like, I like,
0: "Still that age? Let's go." <laughs> he's like, "She must be only like twenty-four, right?" I mean, she was just a high schooler in The Housewives of Beverly Hills. Ten
1: years ago, I mean, well, come on. Um, yeah, we'll see how long this lasts. We'll see if they ever become official out and about. Maybe like make it make it public. But good, good-looking couple. I'll say that. Good-looking couple let the guy date who he wants to date. I mean, he's not doing anything wrong. If the if the woman, if the girl, <laughs> if the young woman is um is there for it, then yeah, and they're both happy. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's two things for me on the whole. Leo only dates twenty two year olds. It's one. Let's not inf- infantilize twenty two year old women. They can take care of themselves. They're intelligent and strong and powerful and independent. They're fine. They, you know, not many, but a few. <laughs> Um, but the other thing it it would be one thing if it's happened once or twice. It's it's this it's the serial nature of it, I think, that is strange to me. And that's just me being honest. It is a serial nature. It's it's like okay, obviously at one point he was in his 20s. That's fine. But let's say, you know, he's in his mid to late 40s now. So the last 15 or so years, the fact that he's only dated people at most for two to three years so let's say starting at age 30 and so basically every 2 to 3 years for 15 or so years so let's say 8 or 9 times now he has cycled through women in their early 20s and always broken up with them before their 25th birthday right uh, it it's just interesting to me and and there's no doubt that at some points it's possible disparity between life experience you know um his his stature as a person as a celebrity it could come into play whereas if he dated a celebrity a woman of his own age those dynamics wouldn't come into play right sure. um again like i'm not saying that this happens i have no idea how his relationships work right you know behind closed doors but there there is a reason why i think people are concerned and it's that could he be controlling? Could he be emotionally manipulative? Could he be using his power and his age and his experience against people who just don't have it, right? Whereas if he dated, like, let, who's a celebrity in their mid 40s that, you know, that is of a similar stature? I don't know anyone's age. It could be like a Kate Blanchett or somebody. I don't know. Sure, a Kate Blanchett. Like, a Kate Hudson. I think she's probably in her 40s. Sure. Like, Those concerns wouldn't be there, although it could still, by the way, it could still happen. It could still happen. Like, people emotionally abuse, emotionally manipulate um, people who are their age as well. (laughs) That happens too. But I think it's the likelihood that it could happen if you have this person who does seem to, like, serially target people who are 20 to 25 years younger than him. And again, he's not just any 42-year-old, 45-year-old, 48-year-old guy. He has traveled the world a million times he has met world leaders and his activism he is a worldly experienced person with a lot of power i think people are concerned that he's you know weaponizing it to to kind of have a certain hold over younger people you know and that's a fair concern
1: um i'd let him have a hold over me i'll say it i'll just say it now (laughs) i hate him (laughs) Even if I knew he was going to break up with me, famously, I'm not 25. <laughs> I am older, but I would let it... I you would, don't stand a chance, right? You're basically a grandpa to Leo. I would play along for it just for the experience.
0: I'm sorry I would. <laughs> and and I, w- I just want to circle back. Let's not infantilize these women either. I'm just sure don't. they could hold their own. They can.
1: And also, don't break up with someone on their birthday. Do it the day before or day after <laughs> even. Day of. just rude. <laughs> just for day rude.
0: after day after i think the day, day before after. it ruins take the birthday it ruins take the her, birthday. her out to a nice
1: dinner and then end it <laughs> that's my take on that <laughs>
0: well good good luck to Gigi hadid let's see how long this lasts
1: i'm really i'm really rooting for them um i'm not i actually don't really have a stake in the game but i um i'm, I'm sure we'll hear more about that as well because what else are we to talk about his movies <laughs> him kind of saves saves save climate change nah let's focus on his relationship that's what we should do i mean there is spitgate i could talk about that for years we're going to do another rundown of spitgate one day <laughs> i see it coming
0: all right right well i i think i think that's it i think we have uh nothing more to worry about right darling
1: don't worry, darling. This podcast has come to an end. We appreciate you guys listening to us. And this podcast sounded like a fucking podcast. It sounded like a podcast. It was mostly us just talking at each other. And <laughs> that's what you come for. And that's why you stay. So thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you guys in three months. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, see you in December. <laughs> Bye. Bye.